0: Thanks for listening to The Issue Podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to catch our new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. For more of The Issue and access to our top bets and fantasy updates, then subscribe to The Issue Mic'd Up. Link is on our website, which can be found in the bio of our Instagram, which is at the underscore issue podcast, and our Twitter, which is just at the issue podcast. New subscription episodes come out every Friday. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The Issue. You are now locked in and listening to The Issue. You look at this schedule. Find me the wins here. Find me the wins. No, you, you've got to be delusional if you think he's elite. Well, from what I'm seeing right now, he's a top 10 guy in this league, no doubt.
1: Absolutely, I think they can beat for a championship. I I don't even think that's a a debate I'm willing to, to have.
0: This is The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is Saturday, January 1st, 2022. It is The Issue. It is a new year. We got a big... Big year ahead of us. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, hope you guys
1: had... Well, I'm sorry to cut you off, there, but, you know. No, you're good. I, I just want to yep. throw out my, my New Year congratulations. You know, you made it another year, right?
0: Right. We made it one more well,
1: lap around We made around it the one song. more year, so congratulations, everybody. Hope you had a an okay 2021. I feel like we're all still kind of getting back to like normalcy, right? Yeah. I think 2022... We're all gonna pop off. I think the world's gonna have a really, really good year.
0: I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, high expectations, right? You never and know. I always gotta keep them high. Um Yeah, guys, but you know, one more lap around that giant burning uh that giant burning ball Amber, in, the, in the middle uh, yeah. of our yeah. uh, of our like solar system. So right, right. congrats. 2022. I'm not uh, an astronomer. Right. We're back to uh to talk some more sports today. We got a pretty good episode for you guys. We're gonna get into um you know, Tim has a rant to uh start the show here coming up in about a minute. Um, and then we're going to review some college football. A lot of good bowl Ooh. games. A lot of good stuff going on with national championship uh, play. Yeah, and we're teams.
1: actually actually recording this kind of later at night because we wanted to watch the Rose Bowl. It's right. an absolute classic. It's a staple on New Year's Day.
0: Right. So we, we'll, had to, we had to finish that up. We'll be able to get you all of our thoughts for college football um, at, at the end of this first segment. But then we're going to hit a break. Coming out of the break and to finish the episode, we're going to have all of our Week 17 NFL predictions. We are... Deep, deep into the season now. We got, we got yeah, two yeah. two games left. Right,
1: I can't. I can't win. Two weeks left. Right, I can't win in the uh, in the in the Pick'em challenge anymore. Yep. But you know, I can at least, at least you know I got my dignity. I got my pride here. I like my picks this week.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we do have some good picks. Um, I don't know. Uh, you had something you wanted to start the show no, yeah, off so, with, so
1: so you actually no, I sent it to you on Instagram. I said. It was it was the it was the picture the post that the NFL does after every week right of the the standings of every division after every week right, right? how it posted, shakes down yeah they posted the week you know every week and I'm looking I'm like I I think I think this shows just how important quarterbacks are I am willing to say that six out of the eight divisions are perfectly ordered from best quarterback to worst quarterback this season six of the eight six of the eight are ordered perfectly and seven of the eight. Have the best quarterback leading it. I think there's one division I could argue that the the best quarterback is in second place. So stay with me here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through these divisions and you tell me where I'm wrong because I, I I think I'm I think it's spot on. I think it's spot on. So let's go to the AFC East. Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Tua, and Zach Wilson. You could argue um, Tua above Mac Jones, but I think right now Mac Jones is playing better football. The past two weeks, no, but over the course of the season, I think he's been playing better football than Tua. I think he's made one or two more throws per game. That's why they have another win, I think. I think he's just slightly better than Tua right now. Go to the uh, AFC North, right? Joe Burrow at number one, having a career MVP-style year. Outside of the turnovers, he's top five in the league in every major stat. Then Lamar, too, because he does some things that, quite frankly, the other two quarterbacks, or three for that matter, or anybody in the league can do with his legs, right? He's a dynamic football player. No matter how up and down he can be, at the end of the day, like he he's a really good player that's so hard to defend. So I think he's number two. That's where Baltimore's at. Pittsburgh's in the three spot. Big Ben, and then Baker in four. Now you're gonna argue me Baker, not you, but I know people out there, right? The Baker, Baker supporters. I'll I'll, I'll look right here. Ben completes 65% of his throws. Baker 62. Ben has 20 touchdowns. Baker has 15. Baker has 11 picks. Ben has eight. Ben's passer rating is 90. Bakers is 86. So Big Ben's having a better season than Baker Mayfield. So he's in three, Bakers four. AFC West, let's go Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, and then either Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke. I don't think it matters because I think either way, both of them are the fourth best quarterback in the division. Derek Carr's third, only because the top two guys are freaks of nature athletically. Two cannon arms, and Mahomes is obviously Mahomes. The AFC South is, is is the one division that I don't think the best quarterback is leading it. Tannehill's number one right now, but I don't think he does things that really wow you, right? So look at the season that that him versus Carson Wentz they're, that they're having, right? Tannehill completes a higher percentage of throws, 67, and Wentz is is like 63. They both played 15 games. Wentz has more touchdown passes, though he's got 24 touchdowns and 6 picks. Tannehill on the other side is 14 touchdowns, or I'm sorry, 15 touchdowns, 14 picks, Pass rating of 96 for Wentz. Pass rating of 85 for Tannehill. So I think Wentz is having a better year. That's the one division I don't think. And then Davis Mills and Trevor Lawrence is in four because he's playing worse than Davis Mills. I'm sorry. It's true. Do I think he is worse? No, but he's playing worse right now. Then go over to the NFC. Dak Prescott, one. Jalen Hurts, two. Taylor Heineke, three. Daniel Jones or Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm, whoever they're starting this week, is four. Doesn't matter. All of them are the fourth-best quarterback in the division. Dak, one. You could argue me Heineke over Hurts, because I, I think Heineke is a better thrower of the football. But when it comes to productivity, Jalen Hurts is productive. They're scoring 30 to 35 a game. So I might not like it. It might not look pretty. But he's, he's definitely the second most productive quarterback in the division. Go to the uh, NFC North, right? Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit. So you're looking at, what, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. This is one that's not perfectly ordered, because I think Goff is having a better year than than Justin Fields, right? Um, I'll, I'll show you those stats. Let's see here. Goff. Uh, A pass rating of 90, Fields 73, right? Fields has 10 picks, Goff only has 8. Goff has 17 touchdowns, Fields only 7. Right? So I I think Goff's having a better year than than Fields, Dalton, whoever they're starting, right? NFC South. Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, I don't know, Ian Book, Taysom Hill, doesn't matter, and then Cam Newton, 4. You might not like Matt Ryan, but statistically, Matt Ryan is better than anybody below. Better than Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, whoever they're starting. Better than Ian Book, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon. If Jameis was here, they'd, they're probably at number two, and then that, that changes it. NFC West. Stafford one, Kyler two, Jimmy G three, Russ four. I know what you're saying, Russ four. Yeah, Russ four, he's been hurt. Russ Russ and Geno Smith combination, yeah. Absolutely, that's the fourth best quarterback tandem in this division so far this year. Go look at the stats. Jimmy G has better stats than Russ. Kyler is obviously having or was having an MVP caliber year and still overall for the season is having a really good season. Matt Stafford should be in the MVP conversation, and he's in one for good reason. So you might be saying, why do we care, right? Everybody knows the quarterback's important, yada. because I'm going to use this to both commemorate Big Ben and the Steelers for a wonderful 18 years. Ben, phenomenal 18 years, right? Yeah, it, it was bumpy towards the end, right? But if you look at his entire 18-year career, as long as he is on the field, you have had a chance to win almost every ball game you've been in. And at least 85% of them, right? Yeah, you'll have those games against the Chiefs where it's just like, you know, you're probably not going to win that. You'll have those games where you're going to Foxborough, and you're like, you know what, that's not our spot. But in about 80 to 85% of the games, you're going into the stadium knowing, hey, we have a really good chance to win this. And for 18 seasons, that's about all you can ask for from your quarterback. He's been the best quarterback in his division for 18 seasons. Well, maybe not now and in the last couple years, but let's go with about 14 of the 18 seasons. You've been the best quarterback in your division. That is difficult to do. That is difficult. And I will, But I will also use this to say, this Joe's have to find the guy. I don't care if you have to wait, if you have to draft offensive line this year and wait for the really, really big quarterback class not this year, the next year, right? The C.J. Stroud, the Bryce Young class. If you have to wait for him, do it. Because I'm showing you right now that if you don't have the guy at quarterback, you're just simply not competitive enough in this, in this league. If you don't have the guy, you can't win enough games to stay relevant for that long. Cleveland was relevant for about 20 minutes. They don't have the guy. They don't have the guy. They have, they have talent everywhere else on that roster. They have the coach of the year. Coaching the most talented roster outside of quarterback, maybe in the AFC, they're definitely top three. Well, they're not—they're they're not relevant because they don't have the guy at quarterback. Baltimore has cluster injuries everywhere, and they are competitive. They are second in the division, and they are relevant. Why? Because they have the guy at quarterback. You might not even like Justin Fields, right? But have we talked about Chicago? Has Chicago been a pretty solid topic, right? Maybe not on this show. But in general in the media, yeah, they're relevant. There's, there's optimism because they think they have the guy quarterback. You have to find a guy. You have to find it. You have to be special at quarterback. So, don't no, don't go out and settle for – don't go reach for Desmond Ritter in the first round because I don't think he's a first-round quarterback after seeing how he handled you know Alabama's defense. I don't think he is a first-round quarterback. Don't go reach for him in the first round. Stay patient. Wait. But you have to get the right guy. You have to get the right guy. You have to find a guy and say, we are going to get him. I don't care what we have to give up. If he has to give up receivers, that's fine. That's fine. Buffalo doesn't have the best receivers. Yeah, Diggs is really good. But outside of that, it's yeah, Cole Beasley. Is he here? Is he not? You know, I mean, Indy, Indy's got decent receivers, right? Not anything special. But they, they, they have a really talented quarterback. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Makes a lot of sense. But I, I 100% agree with you. The Steelers need to show extreme extreme patience don't go don't go waste picks don't go waste valuable strategic picks now to go scramble and try to find a guy in the draft when it's not the right time it's not the right time just let it work i will I will. there's I will. some good quarterback classes coming up we've seen some good quarterback play in, just, in, in these bowl games
1: we just watched cj stroud come three yards away from setting an all-time bowl record he had Five hundred and seventy-three yards today against a good Utah. That's a good Utah defense. Yeah, that's a that's a talented Utah defense. He shredded them. It looked like he was playing Pop Warner football. Yeah. as a as a Division one athlete, it didn't even look like they were playing the same game. Well, he'll be there. Bryce Young. It, did you see how uh, how well he played? Bryce
0: Young will be there. College football right now is wildly entertaining and competitive. Um, you know, we, we were talking shortly after the uh, the Rose Bowl ended, and you know. It's almost like video game numbers in college football sometimes.
1: Jackson, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba just put up, what, 340, 330-some receiving yards, three touchdowns, yeah. like 15 catches. Yeah.
0: Absolutely um, insane. But um, so let's back, transition. Back to, well, back to the Steelers. Oh, yeah, yeah, back to the Steelers real
1: quick. First of all, we are going to the game, Monday Night Football. We're going to get to our picks, <sighs> but Steelers, Browns, Heinz Field, Big Ben's most likely his last game at Heinz Field. Um, one hundred percent his last home game. Uh or I'm sorry, his last regular season game at home. Yeah. There's a slim, slim chance if everybody else loses out and we went out we win the division. Yeah. So slim. So
0: slim. And and people acting I, I've heard multiple people talk about oh well yeah, if Ben retires after this year, like he might he might want to try and come back next year. No, no, he's not coming back. Um no. no. Uh this is a clip from the press conference. I think it was um it was two days ago. Uh, here's Ben Roethlisberger talking about his possible last start as a Steeler in the regular season. Ben, uh, are
1: you uh, looking at this or embracing this as maybe your last game sure? uh, um, <laughs> Right out the gate. Uh, you know what? I don't ever um, speak in definites or guarantees. That's just not what I've ever done or, or who I am. Um, but, you know, looking at – the bigger picture, I would say that all signs are pointing to this. This could be it, um, regular season that is. We I know we still have a, a chance to potentially get a playoff game there if things fall our way and we take care of business and things have to happen. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, uh, in terms of regular seasons, um, signs are pointing that way. This could be it.
0: Ben.
1: Look, I don't think the Steelers are taking him back, regardless of if he wants to play. Um, I'm sorry, but that just if they do like. I know I said be patient, but be patient does not mean still keep Ben around, right? That means no. that means go get like a backup that's going to be available, right? A that, guy. that means a bridge guy. That means go get a gardener. Go go get a Drew Lock or if if or they decide to go with Drew Lock, go yeah, go for Teddy Bridgewater, right? Um, I don't even like Sam Darnold and I'm not sure he deserves a, a third shot, but I wouldn't like hate it. At least you'd be at somewhat talented at quarterback. At least you have things that you know you can move the pocket. You got a guy who could take some shots, maybe run for a third and six, Sam, right?
0: Sam Donald doesn't throw a bad deep ball either. Doesn't throw a bad deep ball, right? You got I Chase my... Claypool. You got, guys, you got guys like Juju who, you know, went to USC as well. How about a guy like Tyler Huntley who,
1: I mean, obviously he's not going to be the option in, in Baltimore. But, I mean, he showed enough to make me go, you know what, screw it. For one year before I get to this really, really good quarterback draft, I'll give him ten to $12 million. Who cares? That's really low for the quarterback position. I'll do it, you yeah. know. So um, it's something to keep your eye on.
0: Very interesting. Uh, let's transition now into some college football. There were an insane amount of games these past couple of days. Um, what were what was the biggest one that stood out to you?
1: Uh, well, first of all, that Rose Bowl. I mean, like it, maybe it's, cause it's recency bias. We just watched it, right? Yeah, it just finished up here. Who that was? Probably I don't know, about thirty, forty minutes ago. Probably forty, forty-five minutes ago now.
0: Yeah. About 45.
1: Um, Utah led the whole game pretty much. They led for like 48, 49 minutes of, uh, what, a 60-minute game, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, only trailed for 11 minutes. The issue is that the last 12 seconds they trailed, and that that was the big part. Um, It it was kind of unfortunate. Their quarterback went down with probably a concussion, it looked like. Um, Maybe a stinger as well, but he took like a hit on his head, right? Yeah. But the backup actually came in, drove him down the field. They scored. I will say what stood out to me is C.J. Stroud is – is a really really good quarterback. I think he he can get sloppy right when when there's some pressure, but he's <laughs> he I think he's going to be special. I mean, did you see that 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 slot fade he threw to Njigba for that? I think that was the game winner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, it was going to be the game winner. Then they you know the, yeah. the field goal ended up being the game winner, but it was the one that tied the brought, game. No, it brought uh, OSU ahead by seven. When a, they brought it to a forty-five to thirty-eight, right? Slot fade, perfect outside shoulder, high ball, right? Beautiful throw. And he had a couple really, really nice throws. Um, like high-level NFL throws where he's pushing the ball outside the numbers, down the field with accuracy, with touch. Very accurate. Very accurate quarterback. Um, and he can move. He can run around. He can make some plays. I like the fact I see a little bit not of Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, but like the a, same, a similar quality, right? Mahomes and Herbert can both run around but they don't unless they absolutely need to, you know? Like, it seems like sometimes Lamar's taking off a bit too soon, right? Or, when like, he, um, he could
0: have a couple more options that could get right. open. in. Tyler's
1: Kyler's the same way. Uh, like, Josh Allen, even, sometimes, he's, he's been getting progressively better at it, but even him, he'll tuck it and run, and I'm, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure you need to do that. C.J. Stroud uses his legs wisely, right? He's not running around and putting himself in harm's way, you know, 20, 25 times a game. It's, you know, seven rushes get a couple third-down conversions, just enough to keep the defense honest, he's going to be a good player. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um, looking around, Penn State put up no fight to Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. Arkansas, ranked 21 coming into the game, ends up beating Penn State 24-10. to 10. Um, The spread on that game was only Arkansas minus three. Uh, so it's safe to say they covered. I don't know what's going on with Penn State. I do want to touch on it for a second and get your opinion because I saw something today on Twitter. Said, "Hey, Penn State fans, how do you feel now about you know Coach Franklin's new ten-year contract extension, extension? Right, right. And you know they just went seven and six this year, got absolutely trounced in the Outback Bowl by Arkansas, a mid-level to you know bottom-level team in the SEC. Usually,
1: yeah. This year was like uh, kind of the, their coming-out party, right? They, uh, they 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 had a really good season, right? Yeah. But still, yeah. At the end of the day, that's a team that Penn State should be able to play with or beat, right? If they." The true goal for Penn State right now, this is what, year seven, eight and I don't know how how long has Franklin been there? Something like that. About
0: about seven years. It's probably almost
1: ten years. You're 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 deep into the James Franklin era. You need to be competing for not only the Big Ten, but for a college football playoff spot, right? If you win the Big Ten, you're probably in the college football playoff. That's that those are your standards. I'm sorry, like being able to beat Arkansas in the outback bowl should be a given. And that they they lost by two touchdowns. And,
0: And you know what's interesting about this to me? It's not the first time in the last three to four years that Penn State has lost a game like this. Do you remember when they lost the bowl game to it's Kentucky? To Kentucky, yeah. A, another had, mid-level to bottom-level SEC team that, usually. That might have
1: been like the Citrus Bowl or It was the
0: Citrus Bowl in 2019. Well,
1: they won that again this year, by the way. Kentucky yeah. did. Yeah,
0: they just beat Iowa. I was going to talk about that in a second.
1: But, uh, no, I mean, you're, I'm with you. And the way Arkansas did it, they rushed for three, almost 400 yards. Their yeah. quarterback had 90 yards of of offense
0: they pulled a bill belichick versus uh baltimore versus a
1: buffalo in that 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 windstorm
0: yeah (laughs) it was insane that game was crazy um moving on like i said or tim kind of alluded to there kentucky 20 to 17 over iowa gets the upset um that's a good win for kentucky that's a 10 win team now it was yeah they've been you know showing that they've been able to put together a pretty solid football team now for the past you know two three years ever since benny snell uh was it his that was his senior year when he had all the, broke all the rushing records there and rushed it, it, kind of they played Penn State the same way in the yeah. bowl game they just ran Snell right up the middle every time um that's what they did they ran uh <laughs> they
1: ran CJ Rodriguez 20 times as a team they ran at 45 times. They weren't incredibly effective, but they just wore down Iowa. Yeah. And Iowa's got a really physical football team, so that's kind of what Iowa tried to do on the
0: flip side as well. They rushed it 30 times. but A couple of huge catches from Wandell Robinson from Kentucky. I don't know if you saw any of the highlights. A good, he's a good player. He's quick. On that finishing drive, um, he had a huge catch over the middle, going over the middle, got popped by a linebacker, held onto the football. Next play, they go to him for like 43 yards, gets it down to like the 5.
1: He's a good player. Like, the thing is, he's not even that big. He's 5'11", 185, But he is a—he's quick. He's a playmaker. He's one of those playmakers you always say, like you playmakers on the outside. He—he's one of those
0: guys. Like, like it, when nothing's there, he'll get you ten. Kentucky, you know I and mean? Kentucky's had those kind of guys. I feel like they're one of the schools that usually has athletes like that that Lynn, can just do a Lynn lot Lin Bowden, lo, Bowden yeah. junior was there and you know, he played quarterback for half the season when I went there as a freshman. Um, just a Swiss army knife. Yeah. I mean, it, they used him at quarterback. They, you know, he started a couple games at running back. He started at receiver a few times. Mm. Um, So, I mean, they've been a very uh, diverse team. They can win in a lot of ways. A good win for Kentucky, nevertheless. Uh,
1: Yeah, I like that they have an identity now now as well, right? You you mentioned since Snell. Well, now, even though Snell's gone, they still are a hard-nosed run-first team. They ran 45 times. Levis only threw the ball like 20-something. Yeah. Um, So they're a good physical run-first team. They had like an all-world offensive line coach. I think he actually just recently passed away with them last year or so, which is – um, horrendous, but they still have a really, really good offensive line. Big bodies. They move guys. And they're a well-coached football team, too. Yep. Um, Oklahoma State, did you see that game?
0: Oh, over Notre Dame. Oklahoma
1: State, they were down 28-7 to at one point. Oklahoma State scores before the half. And then put, they put up 30 straight, 30 straight on Notre Dame. So they were down 28-7, to put up 30 straight. And go up 37 to, yeah, to 28 at one point. Insane. Insane football game. Uh, Notre Dame, that was the first game of the Marcus Freeman era, right? He's taken over for Brian Kelly. They, they looked fine. I, I think, you know, that deficit, like, or not deficit, um, like letting that comeback happen. Yeah, it's not necessarily great for your first game. Right? That doesn't, no, it doesn't sit well. Yeah, you're not winning the locker room over by, you know, letting the guys... <laughs> lose a three-touchdown lead. That hurts a little bit, but obviously it's not all on the coach. He, I think he's, he'll be fine there. That was, an, that was an entertaining game. I didn't take too much away from that. I don't really care that much about either of those teams. I don't know.
0: No, we will now round this off with the two big games, Alabama and Cincinnati, and then Georgia and Michigan. Let's get into Alabama-Cincinnati. Alabama wins 27-6, to 6. kind of expected. Um, you, I know you threw the tweet up uh, for the issue, our predictions on uh, – like, right as the first game was starting. Yeah, I think
1: Alabama had, like, just scored, but I, it wouldn't, trust me, it didn't affect the predictions. Like, I still had Alabama winning <laughs> by, like, two or three touchdowns anyway. So, yeah. um, I didn't expect Cincinnati's offense to lay that big of a dud. They're talented, right? Like, Desmond Ritters, he's a big, strong athlete, throws a good ball. Um, they got some decent guys on the outside. Their offensive line's pretty good. They run the football. They just get out-talented by, just, by Alabama. The, the story of the game, they just couldn't move bodies. Um, so, Alabama... Rushed the ball 47 times for 301 yards, chewing off 6.4 a carry. On the flip side, Cincinnati moved the ball for 2.8 yards a carry. Wow! So, honestly, it came down to Cincinnati was getting blown off the line on on both sides of the football. Yeah. They They were just not big enough. They were not physical enough to go up uh, against Alabama. They were 2 for 12 on third. They were 0 for 3 on fourth. Desmond Ritter wasn't good enough. 17 for 32,
0: 144 yards, no touchdowns. Mm. I mean, you. You gotta do something, right? I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm uh, sorry. I mean, Alabama. We we expected that one. Now Georgia over Michigan, thirty-four to eleven. This one was interesting because we kind of thought that Michigan could, you know, put up a little bit of a fight here. It could
1: be close. I think when I predicted the the uh, scores on Twitter, I had it a little bit closer. I, again, I think Georgia's a a much better football team than Michigan. A, a much much
0: better team. Just at all positions.
1: I mean, uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, offensive line, yes. Defensive line, obviously, Georgia has the best defense. Every every defensive unit. Uh, Georgia's better. I think their quarterback's better. Stetson Bennett, he, at least he's more experienced. Yeah, I had Georgia 33, Michigan 24. I didn't expect Michigan's offense to not even be
0: able to run the ball, right? But Bennett had a game, too. 21 for 31, 310 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, 183.7 QBR. I'm not going to
1: lie. So looking forward, I I think I like Georgia. Like I, I think I like Georgia over Bama.
0: Really? A little, a little rematch? I'll get back to you
1: guys, because the that game's not until January 10th, so we'll have at least, probably, what, two more episodes before that? Probably, then. yeah. Right, we'll have at least two more episodes in before then, so, yeah, because that's, that's next Monday. So, this is Saturday, we'll have another one Wednesday, then another one Saturday, and then that following Monday. So, two more episodes. I'll give you my official predictions, probably on next Saturday, a week from today. But it's it's going to be close. right? Yeah. I, Georgia getting a second crack at I know, Bama. I, I think you could argue Georgia's a more talented team this year. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure Cincinnati had any business even being within three touchdowns of Bama. Yeah. But Bama kind of let them hang around, and I don't know. It's interesting. I
0: don't know. Uh, all right, I'm ready to talk NFL football and do some predictions. So we will be right back after these words from yours truly.
1: <laughs> hey, guys, it's Tim from The Issue. Came to talk to you guys about a great opportunity with Phoenix, especially for around the holidays. They've got a little bit of everything for everybody on your list. You just want to be healthy? They have green supplements. They have super reds. They have fish oil. Anything that you might need to stay healthy and happy during the holiday season. If you got a gym rat on your list, go get some pre workout, some intra workout. Go get some post workout basic whey protein powder. And whenever you check out, make sure you use the code TJ2021 your 2021. T.J. 2021 for 15% off of your purchase. All right, second segment, issue Saturday. Um, it's dark outside, so I can't really give them a very accurate weather report. I think it's probably still raining because it's been raining for the past, like, I don't know, three Month. weeks. Yeah, it's been horrendous. Literally every day for the last three weeks, it's rained. Um, if we could just bottle some of this up and ship it to, like, I don't know, somewhere who is having a drought right now. Because um, we have an excess here. Yeah, we Puddles do. everywhere. Can't drive without almost hydroplaning and dying every time. So, um, you know, keep your head on the swivel out there. Yeah. Stay uh, alert. It's pretty brutal. It sucks. Um, the weather's horrendous. And it's, like, just warm enough where you're like, oh, I don't need a winter jacket. But then it's raining and you're like, now it's cold because I'm wet. And it's it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible and weather, And then it's guys.
0: windy. And uh. uh. I don't know. would rather it's snow. Yeah. I'd rather it's snow. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just Pittsburgh weather at its finest, though. I mean, for the game but on Monday not- night, though, when we're down in the city, it's gonna be 30 degrees. And no, well, that 30 is the high that day. It's probably gonna be more around like I'd, I'd estimate 20 by kickoff on Monday Night Football. Probably like 18. Yeah. Probably like 18. That's gonna be
1: cold. Ooh. Bringing hand warmers. I'm bringing everything. Bring the beanie. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're yeah. doing probably, probably like a neck covering, right? Something big. Definitely a couple underarmers on
0: underneath, right? Underarm pants, armor on the top. No, yeah, we'll, we will be uh, sure to be layered up. It'll be a very cold game, but very worthwhile. We can't wait. It's going to be an absolute spectacle. We'll get to it in the predictions coming up. But let's go. Let's start. Week 17 of the NFL is about to be upon us. Let's predict it.
1: Alright, so let's start with the Rams and the Ravens. So, my thing is, I don't know who the Ravens are starting, but I'm not sure it matters, right? Lamar was kind of in a skid before, uh, you know, he was hurt anyway. If he does come back, I'd like it to be close. If if Huntley's playing, like I said, this isn't a quarterback-dependent offense. So, I mean, Lamar's maybe worth two points, but I'm not sure that the Rams were within two points with or without Lamar. Um, to begin with, I think I think L.A. probably wins by about a touchdown. I think they're a more talented football team. They're going to go on the road. Um, Sony Michel, over the last four weeks, has the, uh, is number one in attempts and yards as a running back. Wow. No, it's not like Jonathan Taylor or anyone like that, like you would expect, not Joe Mixon. No, it's it's actually Sony Michel. He's been running the football really effectively. I, I think they win that. I don't know. What about you? you I, like I the Rams? Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Philly and Washington. Uh, see, I, I pondered going Washington mm. just because – it's a tough divisional game right they're at home and uh, do I like Jalen Hurst as it still as a young quarterback to go in on the road right late in December or no early in January now right it's a, it's a big football game right for those cities they're not nationally big they're not right enough like playoff implications I guess for Philly they do but you know nothing too crazy but I do think that Washington's gonna be pretty amped up for it but I still am gonna take Philly I think they run the football. Their defensive line is physical, so you can't run the football on them. So you can kind of time a possession uh, yourself to a victory if you're Philadelphia. Uh, I like that they have an identity. The Heineke could be watching this game for most of it. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Philly.
0: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I-, I like Philly as well. Um, I mean just looking at the list from the last episode here uh we ranked their our top 14 teams like we normally do we had philly right at the bottom in 14 but i mean they're still a top of the half football team i think they do way more things well than washington does at, at almost every position but other yeah. than the front seven i would say
1: on a unit by unit basis right yeah. i think washington's got a better front seven um you could argue the secondaries are both poor um i, think I, I running would give game, it to philly though yeah philly's got a better running game and i like philly's wideouts a little bit better and I think their offensive line is playing better right now as well and they're
0: just gelling more uh, right now as well I mean they're playing great football down the stretch they
1: have an identity and they're sticking to it Yeah, let's go with uh, Indianapolis hosts Vegas now this is a good one for us because we're split on two so this is going to be our one this is going to be our tiebreaker Um, so I like Indianapolis minus six and a half I think they're rolling right now Uh, Vegas can't stop the run Indianapolis obviously runs the football well I think if you're allowing Carson Wentz to maybe get out on some play action passes i think they could be okay um we both like indianapolis to win you like vegas to cover plus six and a half i'm guessing Derek carr
0: yeah Derek carr i mean the entire raiders team has been able you know to at least show spurts throughout the season um and, and at times Derek carr looks like one of the most wildly talented quarterbacks in the league
1: oh don't get me wrong um I mean, the Raiders. The Raiders have a couple wins this year that they have no business winning, right? Oh yeah. Riddled with COVID, go on the road to Cleveland, who's a much better roster. Although they're not starting their starter, it's Nick Mullins, but Nick Mullins isn't that much different than their starter. So you go on the road to a way more talented roster with a COVID outbreak, and you win by two. Yeah. So it's like they do have games and wins where you're like they have no business even being in that game. So I guess how you, I could see how you would you know think they could
0: keep it close. I, I think they're a team that can hang around and kind of just you know. It just get within two to three. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I still see, like I said, Indianapolis yep. wins this. I don't think um, the, the Raiders even begin to compete with, with the run game that Indianapolis is about to throw at them and Jonathan Taylor. Right. But, um, no, yeah, I, I do like them to at least cover the spread, so that's what will we'll be split there. I'm, I'm, I like that.
1: All right, uh, Atlanta at Buffalo, we're not even going to dwell on that. Atlanta's not really that good of a football team. I, I don't mind Matt Ryan. Kyle Pitts is okay. Outside of that, they're –
0: kind of devoid of of like wow talent like big playmakers right and, and Josh Allen is coming off one of the most impressive performances we've ever seen by a quarterback so right right <laughs> uh, yeah I, I think Buffalo's
1: kind of found their stride a little bit here and uh Atlanta doesn't have that great of a pass defense as well so Buffalo should have a pretty good day They're favored by 14 and a half well I don't know about that but uh yeah How right about Tampa Bay goes on the road at the New York Jets I don't care if it's cold I don't care if it's snowing Brady's played in it um, they're favored by 13. Is there a whole lot to no. say here either? Yeah. Tampa, um, Kansas city goes to Cincinnati. So this is interesting. I pondered taking Cincy, but I, I think, I think it's going to come down to what quarterback's going to turn the ball over, um, at a bad time. And Joe Burr, although he is having a really productive season, he also is leading the league in turnovers when it comes to interceptions. Yeah. So I, I, I think Mahomes makes one more play than Burrow does. Burrow throws a pick.
0: Mahomes probably turns it into a touchdown. But I think it's going to be a really close football game. I'll go KC, though. I agree. I I like KC a lot. But at the same time, you do have to give your respect to Cincinnati a little bit, like you said. I mean, Burrow's been playing great MVP caliber football. I I heard it on the Herd. Um, I forget who the guest was that came on top of about it. That was Albert Brewer. That's it. Um, Sunday morning quarterback, right? Yeah. Is the show? Yep. Yep. he talked about Burrow, possibly, you know, or are we sure he's not an MVP of the league? Um, you know, that's definitely a thought you have to keep in mind. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to that last drive, who would you rather have in control of your team, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? Right now, we've seen more from Patrick Mahomes. We know he has more, I'd say, big playability. I think he has a higher ceiling. He's obviously right. great. He's the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Not yet, but we'll be Contractually, soon. yes. So, I... I, I I feel like it's quite obvious to take KC, but I would not be surprised to see an upset. No, right. Yeah, you get, you definitely respect Cincinnati. I think it's going to be a close game. So, uh all right, about
1: uh, Miami at Tennessee? Okay, we're split here. We're split here. Go ahead and so I'll explain why I like Tennessee. Okay, go ahead. I went on a rant on Wednesday. I talked about Tua, and I said, I, I do like Tua because it was right after that Monday Night Football game. I'm like, dude, I think he can win you games. Yes, I think Tua can win you games. But I will say, look at the three games against good good teams or good defenses this year, right? New Orleans, Baltimore, uh, Buffalo, right? We well, 62% completion percentage, 202 yards a game, two touchdowns, three picks, and a 77 pass rating. When he plays bad teams, he's 75 completion percentage, seven touchdowns, three picks, and 99 pass rating. So well, what is Tennessee? A really good defense. They get after the quarterback. You can't really run the football on them. So we're most likely going to get two touchdowns, three picks, two a If that's the case, I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm going to take
0: Tennessee. Especially Tennessee
1: being at home, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Yeah.
0: Um, I think I I am concerned about Tua a little bit. Um, You know, uh, we haven't been that high on Tua as a show, as a whole, um, pretty much ever. Right. Um, He has been showing flashes of being extremely accurate, though, as of late. These past couple weeks, he's really... Not set himself apart, but at least put himself in the conversation for, you know, at least being possibly re-signed. And, you know, Miami's thinking now, okay, we didn't completely whiff on this draft pick, right? Like, let's at least give it another year, two years, three years. He's done enough to at least do that. Um, honestly, I think with the way his accuracy improves, I don't think that we're going to get the same, you know, two touchdowns, three picks, Tua. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the season, yeah, 100%. I I, I would have take tennessee all day I, I wouldn't even think about it yeah but with the way he's been playing lately i like to i like miami i don't know it's just a feeling also
1: to add i do think something that worries me if we're like oh miami's defense
0: okay let's go look at their winning
1: streak they've beat tyrod taylor uh they've beat joe flacco uh they beat cam newton they have beat mike glennon uh zach wilson and ian book um, they do have, and then the one good win is against Lamar, right? But Lamar, at that point, had had two previous games that were just bad football games, Terrific. right? So he was—he's not playing; he was not playing good football going into. The, so I will say their defense gives me some fools gold uh, type vibes here, right? Yeah, they—they <laughs> um, they don't beat anyone good, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, Mike Glennon, like okay, that's fine, right? Tannehill's more competent than all those guys, um, aside from maybe Lamar. But I, I worry a little bit, um, so I'll go Tennessee. New England, Jacksonville. Uh, New England at home. Trevor Lawrence going to play. Bill Belichick. Get, get out, You're out of your mind. New England. Uh, okay, here's another one. We're split on. I'm gonna go Chicago. Uh, you're gonna go the Giants on the road at Soldier Field. I have no idea who they're starting. Probably Mike Glennon. The good news is Mike <laughs> Glennon's like a veteran guy, so he he's not like gonna be overwhelmed by the moment or anything like that. He's not like a rookie coming in. Yeah. And you, you, we've seen veteran, veteran backups coming and be able to get wins. That's the point of a veteran backup. So I, I wouldn't, like, count out the Giants. But I'm going to go Chicago, I think. Who are they starting? Starting Andy Dalton. God. Um, I, I guess I'll still stick with Chicago. I think they have a better defense right now, at least, at bare minimum. Uh, they can run the football a little bit. So I'll go Chicago. I'm not sure the Giants, even as bad as Chicago is, I do still, still think that on a unit-by-unit unit basis, Chicago has more talent. But Yeah, this is it, just one so of those hard ones to say. where
0: the Giants just kind of felt right. Um, I mean – it's got me this know. far. It, yeah. it has got me this far. It got me the winning prediction, so I'm gonna stick with it. Also, it's kind of a crapshoot. Just like, ah, I'll bet the Giants. Whatever, it doesn't just matter. To kind of rub it in. Yeah, you're already, yeah. You, you're already won anyway. So, <laughs> um, all right,
1: Denver at the Chargers. We both like the Chargers. Um, they're at home. Denver, who are they starting? Is it Drew Locke I don't. Did I like Drew Locke to go on the road in a divisional game and be Justin Herbert? Not really. Not. Just say it out loud. No, I'll go Herbert. Um, okay, Houston at San Francisco. Like, again, say it. Davis Mills goes on the road to San Francisco and beats San Fran. Not happening. Shanahan and Garoppolo. Right. Yeah. I don't know if was playing because he hurt his finger, so it might be Trey Lance, but Shanahan nonetheless. Yeah, good luck. Um, yeah, I'll go San Fran. Uh, Arizona at Dallas. Now, this was a game could have been a toss-up. Dallas is actually favored by five points, which seems like a lot, but Arizona has lost three straight. Yep. Um, we both like Dallas. Uh, well, first of all, they're just playing better football right now. They absolutely trounced Washington, mm-hmm. and Arizona just got beat by the Colts. So, I think right now uh, Dallas is riding a little bit of a hot streak. I'll, I'll keep them going. Yeah. You agree, right?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Awesome.
1: Um, all right, how about Carolina at New Orleans? Uh, these are these are this is this is interesting because this is a game where I have no idea who's starting a quarterback for either team. Is is Taysom coming back? I think. <laughs> I think is Cam gonna play? I, I probably. If not, who would? Right. I don't. I really don't know. But I will say that both of them are gonna be, like both quarterbacks in this game are probably gonna be really bad. Mm. Um, but I will probably won't watch I, it. Yeah, no, I won't watch this game. Not even for a second. I'll go New Orleans, I guess, just because um, I think their coaching staff's better, right? They're they're both. rough looking rosters right now yeah i think overall new orleans has a better defense they have a better coaching staff i'll go new orleans must think to have such a boring game this week when there's such great games like the steelers and the browns such a great game that you could go to say i don't know section five five five, eleven okay um okay detroit at seattle (laughs) um we both like seattle i think look it's great to, to be like oh seattle's having a bad year let's just pile on them but at the end of the day like it's Pete carroll yeah we could we can rip on him but is he going to be better than a rookie dan campbell probably right, A young well, i don't know not age wise he looks like a nice normal average <laughs> aged yeah anyway like a rookie a rookie head coach in dan campbell jared goff who's only won two games without sean McVay his entire life and i'm betting on him to go on the road and, and beat seattle no. and russ and i like i have my issues with Pete carroll but he's still an okay like coach right um i'll go seattle um I we two games last year. We have Vikings at Packers, Monday night football. I think the Vikings are starting like Sean Manny. Sunday night football. Sunday night football, sorry. Um yeah, they're starting a backup, so I'll go I'll go Green Bay.
0: Yeah, Green Bay as well.
1: It's a no brainer. All right, the big game. The one that we will be in attendance for, Big Ben's historical last regular season game at Heinz Field. Monday night football, eight fifteen, ESPN in
0: you know, the Berg. You know, I think I think we might uh have to invest in some newer high tech uh headphones after we attend this game because I'm sure I'm pretty sure our ears just aren't gonna work anymore no, the, after the, the the sound, the, the deafening stadium, noise. The stadium's gonna shake. And I'm here for it. I can't wait. I'm uh, so excited. Y'all yeah, go
1: Steelers. I it's hard to bet on bet against Tomlin as an underdog and Ben, who's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be leave it all out there. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get one last absolute Go off like hoorah from Ben. He's gonna give absolutely everything he has. He's gonna empty the tank. I think I think Tomlin's gonna kind of pull out some tricks here and really do everything he can to win this football game. And the entire team is gonna be so fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch. I think it's gonna have like a uh, like a remember the Titans feel where it's just like everybody, you just like there's just that natural like charisma and and energy that everybody's gonna be playing with. Like, Like, it's like. It, it's almost like that UFC fighter, Israel Adesanya, who's like, I'm prepared to die, mm-hmm. you know? You can see him, like, mouth it or whatever in the ring. It's like I feel like everybody on Pittsburgh is going to be like, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm in. right? I'm in. Let's Whatever. Whatever we got to do to win this game. If I tear my ACL today, it is what it is, right? It, maybe not, actually. But <laughs> you know what I mean. Like
0: Everybody's going to be pouring their heart into this game. I'm going to Pittsburgh. Let's go. Give me the Steelers. Give me the points. I'm taking Pittsburgh at home. At Heinz Field over the Browns Monday night on a cold, cold, cold. brisk night in Pittsburgh. Uh, it is going to be a great game. I am more than excited to go we'll watch take, it. We'll take some pictures and some videos, guys. Put, and put we'll them up on, throw them up on,
1: on Twitter or whatever, and you guys can see them.
0: Maybe on the uh, Instagram story too, every yeah. now and then, absolutely. Get, give a quick little update. You, if you know, get, if you can get a message out of Heinz Field, then absolutely. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I went to a game earlier this year. I was there when they uh, when the Steelers beat the Broncos. Yeah, bad coverage there sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, I was able to get like a good amount of messages. I was kind of yeah. surprised by the connection. I think Heinz yeah. Field might be doing some some upgrades to the good yeah, old stadium. Are, yeah uh anyway guys thank you so much that was uh all we have for you yeah yeah, first episode of the new year so uh yeah enjoy 2022 what we have so far do you have a resolution um i really don't no see like
1: i don't do resolutions i didn't give myself just because it's like a oh the day turns. so like you know the the 31st i'm gonna be a a piece of garbage but now you know what Now that the now that the sun came up again, like it does every single day, I'm just automatically gonna be a new person. No, yeah. I mean I think it's like a good spot to refresh though. I would say like I've already started doing this, but just going to the gym more, but I mean I've been doing that for now on that that resolution for like the past three years. So Yeah. I mean I don't know, just keep keep going, stay consistent. I think consistency is key in any in any business, in any like personal journey right if you're consistent you're gonna get there at some point yeah you know what i mean if you just consistently get better and better and better just by a little bit every day so i guess my goal would be consistency yeah That's have, what i'm gonna
0: I have a lot of life goals you know and and like stuff that you're like slowly working towards like every single day not really on a year by year basis right and so we I do have a couple of those, and then obviously like some goals with the with the podcast and the show, right? Right. Uh, and we did have some great growth in 2021, and looking for another great year in 2022. So guys, you're chipping into that. Thanks for yeah. listening. Um, go that sp- was all-
1: spread the word. Spread the word. Yeah, yeah go I mean? talk
0: about the issue podcast. Go yell it from the rooftops, guys. Uh, that was the issue.